grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Well, we're here. Spring has sprung. And you know what they say about spring and bunnies? I'll leave it to your imagination. Tonight on Lipstick After Dark, we recognise that perhaps being in such close proximity to your partner may be causing a little bit of friction in your love life. And Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples are along to introduce us to a new concept called the octopus and the turtle. You'll find that you're one or the other and you'll have to stay tuned to hear all about it. It's a fascinating chat coming up very soon. It is the last of our instalments for Period Queen, Lucy Peach, who is a self-professed period preacher and TED Talker, will be along to close the cycle that we've been visiting all through August on how women can harness the energy and the hormonal changes in our cycle for productivity, for connection, and for power. We close that series out tonight here on Lipstick After Dark. And finally, the lovely Timberlina will be along to dispense her amazing and always on point with no frills as sex advice on In Bed with Timberlina. That's all coming up tonight on Lipstick After Dark. Ever wondered about Tantra? Perhaps you want to know the benefits of sperm retention. Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples invite you to explore the outer limits of your sexuality on Lipstick After Dark. Oh, I love that little bop. It really (laughs) sets the mood. And (laughs) Sindra and Luke from Conscious Couples are coming to me via Zoom today. I have missed your faces, so it's lovely to see your faces while I'm talking to you. And uh, we were having a little jig around to that intro. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. All about setting the mood. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So today we're going to be talking about relationship styles. So the the subject matter that you guys cover is really wide and varied, but today is a really interesting one. And we spoke about it just before we went on air and you gave me a little bit of a rundown and I'm really excited to dive in. And that is the concept of the octopus and the turtle. So you're going to have to elaborate and explain <laughs> what this concept actually is. Yes. Well, firstly, uh, we didn't make it up. So let's just lay that out there. We listened to an amazing podcast, other than our own, of course, um, called Curious Fox Podcast. And mm. they mentioned it mentioned it on there. So go and listen to episode 73 of their podcast if you want to do a more of a deep dive in mm. to what we're going to speak about today. But basically, uh, these are ways of communication, ways of handling, and generally this is around conflict or, you know, like a, a conversation that's a little bit more than just, hey, babe, how's your day? Mm. A little bit of a, a deeper conversation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if anyone's thinking, where's the sexy stuff, Luke and Syndra, it's coming. Like, you know, we will talk about hot stuff again very soon, but we just know that everybody's spending a lot of time with each other. So right now 
it might be difficult to even get to intimacy whilst all of the emotions and communication might be, you know, going to shit, basically. Absolutely. So, You're exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the octopus and the turtle can also be called like chewers and spewers. It's kind of a way to describe um, communication styles in relationships. And a lot of the times it comes out when we're in a codependent relating pattern. Um so if you're feeling, you know, triggered then and you're an octopus, then you start creating this word fire. You know, you <laughs> word start, fire. Start, oh dear. You, yeah, you start yep. a fire <laughs> made of words and you just start throwing more words at the fire, hoping that eventually you'll just find the right combination and the right amount of words to be able to put the fire out, but it just keeps getting bigger. Oh shit. Like- okay. <laughs> <laughs> look like the octopus following um, the other person around the house, you know, carrying on the conversation in different rooms. Think about an octopus like reaching out its arms and kind of like grabbing hold of something. Yeah. So obviously then uh, that's going to make, that's where the, our turtle comes in. Yeah. So that, that would also be like the octopus is the spewer, you know, they're communicating by just spewing their words out. A lot of the time people will process through their words um, you know, whether it's writing or whether it's speaking, they'll, they're kind of processing their thoughts through their words as they're saying them. Um, and the turtle would be the opposite of that. The more words and the more pressure that put, they're put on, they're triggered to um, retract, mm. you know, go back into their turtle shell and pull away and distance themselves. And the, the more that the octopus tries to get into the shell, the further they go in into the dark and they start to put their walls up. And funny thing is that octopuses and turtles just seem to find each other and start <laughs> relationships together. <laughs> right. Okay. And then, like you, you can play role, you can play roles. Like you might not always be an octopus, but you know, in certain situations, if you're triggered, then you might octopus mm. or you might turtle, depending on how it is, depending if it's at work or in romantic relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am recognizing a few of the things that you're saying in myself, like we're, you know, very transparent here on Lipstick After Dark. And, but I guess my thing is I'm not a, um, like a wordy person in terms of face to face, but I think about what I want to say and my way of doing it is writing. So I will spew my words with writing if it builds up to a point. And then usually the response that I may get is um, five days of radio silence while the turtle that I've sent it to is processing that. Yes. <laughs> Which, yeah. you know, I find frustrating because it's like I've, I've kind of formed my thoughts, sent it, and then there's nothing on the other end. And they're going, well, there's a lot of words. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what, what do you do there? What do you do? So I'm the octopus in, at the moment. In, Obviously. In this moment <laughs> in, uh, in our relationship, I'm octopusing hard. Right. Um, and Syndra's, Syndra's turtling. Uh, <laughs> um, Isn't that but so it, cool that you can actually, I just want to say, it's so cool that you can actually sit there and go, you know what, this is what's going on for us now. I'm octopusing really hard. She's turtling really hard. And just being <laughs> able to recognise that is so cool. And you're sitting here together laughing and carrying on a conversation it's not the end of the world. It's not Armageddon. But Absolutely. How, yeah. <laughs> but how cool is it that you can actually just recognise what's going on? Yeah. yeah. And so, that's, yeah. yes. And that's like the, I guess, like where to start is recognising it mm. and recognising it in yourself when you are going into that behaviour 
and recognizing in your partner when they are going into that behavior. Like that's, I guess, like the first step into being able to, I guess, not go deep into that behavior is just that recognition. It's like, oh, I'm doing that turtling thing. Like I'm pulling back, I'm pulling away. Hmm. And then for the octopus, like I'm leaning in, I'm leaning all over them. And then if you have a very safe and trustworthy relationship, you can call each other out. Yeah. (laughs) So Luke will say to me, whoa, just stay, like don't turtle. It's okay. You know, and I'll be like, all right, too many words. I need like a break or Yep. you know, being able to have that, that conversation. Yeah. That, that awareness is, is huge. And often it's the case that you want, you both really want connection, but mm. you're struggling, you're struggling to make it happen. And admitting that you're octopusing or turtling, there's nothing sexy about it. There's nothing erotic <laughs> about it. Like you, if you're like throwing your, your words at the word fire, like that's, that's not hot. Um, but being able to own your shit is hot. Yeah. Like that is really sexy. Yeah. Um, so being able to say, fuck, I think I'm, I'm octopusing. Am I octopusing right now? And they can like call you out and be like, cool. All right. Well, I still would love to get like this wrapped up. Yeah. Clarity around it. Yeah. Clarity. Yeah. yeah. So the next, the next tool is like, if you're the octopus, um, then making sure that your turtle knows what you're trying to say. So it could be something as simple as um, I'm finding myself wanting to pull away right now, but what you're telling me is X, Y, Z. Have I got that right? And, you know, the octopus will be like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Or no, not quite. It's actually this. So you get a chance to synopsize your like novel of a message. (laughs) (laughs) sorry so it's like yep. what mm, yep, yep. So, so you get a chance to synopsize like it's like no so what i'm hearing you tell me i need some space right now but what i'm hearing you tell me is abc is that right yes the next step would be and what do you need from me so as the octopus it might be i just need you to i need to know that you understand what i'm trying to tell you or what i'm going through right now do you understand it yeah all I need from you is just that feedback or uh, I need you to answer this question or these two questions. That's what I need. And if the the turtle genuinely doesn't know or doesn't have their needs or doesn't know how they feel about it or doesn't have the answer, then they don't know. More words aren't going to fix it. Yeah but you need to be able to offer some time on when you're actually going to come back to that. So a lot of the, there's a bit of a, a tool of the turtle to say, um, you know, oh, I don't know, but um, can we come back to it? And then they never come back to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have to have a day. So you have to have a day. Like tomorrow at three, we'll come back to this. You know, next week in our relationship check-in meeting, we'll come back to it. <laughs> Otherwise, we ain't never come back to it. Uh, <laughs> we'll just forget about it. So yeah, it's, it's a great tool. And I think like the number one thing to remember, and I was talking to a client about this last week who was a t- hard turtle. I said to him, like, just remember you're both on the same team and you have a common goal. Yes. Because yeah, you're right. It's never, it's never about wanting to blow anything up. It's just about no. being understood and just those different communication styles, I guess, that, yeah, and one sends – so it's it's like, yeah, when there's a trigger, the octopus goes to the word fire, like the, the extreme of yeah. using all of the words, and the turtle goes to the other extreme, which is no words, and that yes. doesn't actually fix anything. 
yeah, yeah. It help anything. It doesn't make anyone feel good. So no. I think just remembering that you're on the same team, you have a common goal, like whatever your relationship goals are, you, you know, you're working towards those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as a turtle, you know, keep leaning in, keep being open as an octopus, almost just step back a little bit and allow yourself just to, to sit in a little bit more of a, a stillness or a taking time yeah. space. Yeah. And the biggest key here is just awareness around how you operate. Like all of this stuff has come from our, our childhood. It's, it's communication skills that once have kept us safe. If you're a turtle, once upon a time, your subconscious knows that you being small and quiet and, you know, making yourself really safe worked for you at one point to keep you safe. And when you're, if you're the octopus at one point being loud and burning shit to the ground, got your, got you noticed and, Mm -hmm. you know, got people to take notice of what you were trying or what you were going through. So it worked once, but it doesn't mean that we have to keep doing it if it's not working anymore just awareness around it and then you can make changes. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm recognising, I mean, I think we, we talked about that, that, yeah, uh, like I'm not necessarily like verbal but writing, but writing was something my my comfort go-to. That was where I felt safe to express myself when I was little. So I see exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. That is so powerful, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, just being able to recognize it. And also I do feel better knowing that there are other people who, who also <laughs> use lots of words because yeah. <laughs> I don't feel so much like a freak now. <laughs> it, it, it does make you feel better when you know that you're like, that we're not crazy. Like this is something that people do. Yeah. Right. Even journaling, there's some people, other clients that we've worked with that have like, um, sent lots of messages or you know lots of notes or whatever and they've turned that into their process where they've journaled all of their words and then picked the key points out of it like what are the questions that I need answered and that's what they ask their partner out of the, all of the words <laughs> that's a really good strategy too mm. yeah I like that I'm going to start implementing that thank you Thank you. You're From, very welcome. <laughs> yeah, are you going to send me the bill? <laughs> yeah, send, you, send you our invoice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys. You can teach me how to dance. That'll do. Okay, sweet. You're on. As soon as the studio opens again, you guys are in there for, uh, yeah. Sindra, you're going to be doing pussycat dolls and we'll find <laughs> some sort of sexy uh, tango for the both of you. I think this is going to work a treat. Love it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Guys, thanks so much for joining me today. This was an absolutely fascinating chat. Uh, that was Cinder and Luke from Conscious Couples, and you're listening to Lipstick After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark, right here on Newcastle Live Radio. Well, I confess myself a little sad tonight because it's the end of August, which means this is the last instalment of our series on period magic with the amazing Lucy Peach. For the last time, welcome back to Lipstick After Dark, Lucy. Thanks for having me. Have absolutely loved it. And these last few weeks have been an absolute revelation. And I know speaking to friends of mine, they have got so much out of it. Uh, So we've gone through the dream phase, which is when we're bleeding. We have gone through the do phase, which is where we're at our most productive and firing on all cylinders, and that ends in ovulation. And then we've gone into our give phase, which is where I think we joked last week that the wind blows through our hair and we feel amazing and we stop people in the street and tell them how beautiful they look. 
And now <laughs> we're sliding into what you like to coin the take phase. Hmm. Tell us about that. Well, the take phase is, you know, when we're preparing to menstruate, we're preparing to do this whole thing again. Mm. And hormonally, you know, you're on the decline, you're coming down this metaphorical mountain and, you know, physically you're, um, you know, you're probably feeling a bit more sensitive. Um, You also feel, you can feel more hungry here because your metabolism is at its highest. Right. Okay. So it's yeah, really important that you really um, nourish yourself and feed yourself well because you need it. You're about to menstruate, um, and I think you know if you just took away one thing from this whole um, episode, the way that you care for yourself when you're premenstrual in the take phase really sets you up for the kind of period that you're going to have. So right. you know just really, um, yeah, starting to turn the volume down on the world a little bit and really tuning back into yourself. I get it. Okay. Mm. So this is when we're going to be a little bit more annoyed at, at being uh, flooded with people and um, and a long to-do list and that sort of thing because our body's gearing us up for something else. So Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly right. And, you know, it's not to say that um, when something annoys you and you're premenstrual that it's not actually annoying because, you know, maybe it's really annoying yep. and it was just sort of buffered by, you know, how you felt in the last couple of weeks and you're a bit more tolerant. Um, and, you know, now your body is just not wanting to take on extra crap. It's not, it's not wanting to put up with things that don't really feel aligned with you. Yep. And I think it's kind of cool to think about that in terms of the way it affects your period. It's like you're just kind of clearing the slate. You're, you're getting ready to bleed. You, you don't want to be setting up this situation where you're bleeding and you've got to deal with all these annoying things. It's like your body's just kind of like, no, not that, not that, not that. That can get out, that can get out. It's kind of, yeah, just preparing the way for this. For this nice bleed. So. Ah, I get it. Because PMS, I mean, it does get a bad rap, doesn't it? And you it know, really does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, and I know, right. I know, it's very easy to throw out the expression, "Oh, she's premenstrual," and and I guess um, shrug that off as being, well, that equals unreasonable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And yeah. and so therefore, it doesn't matter because. She's not valid when she's premenstrual because it's just her hormones. Therefore, everything that comes out of her mouth is not um, worth listening to. And I think we do a huge disservice to people with cycles when we um, when we you know perpetuate that sort of rubbish. Because when you think about you know what you've just done all month long, you know you've let go, you've done your dreaming, you've you know, you've done your doing, you've done your giving, and now it's really time for you to kind of take what you need and to take stock. And, you know, there are things that are genuinely crap in the world. Yeah. And if you didn't have a time of the cycle where you are more attuned to um, seeing them and calling them out, then we'd be putting up with crap all month long, you know, and nothing would ever change. And, yep. you know, I mean, it's, I guess, you know, you've got to really know yourself and, um, um, you know, I think it's it can be a kind of um, a delicate time. You know, it's maybe not the time where you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but 
um, definitely if you're if you're especially if you're getting you know um, a feeling or a message every time you're premenstrual that there is something that's really irking you in your life. Yep, that's that's a really powerful message, and um, you know writing it down is is really helpful because then when you're having your period, you can, um, you know, I call that running it through the dream filter in the book. Um, Then you can kind of revisit it. And if something is still giving you the shits when you've got your period that was really bugging you when you're premenstrual, that's that's a really true thing and you should not be mucking around with that. And, um, yeah. I get it. listening to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I guess um, I have heard you use the expression that we're kind of on the downhill run um, mm, when we're in the tape right. phase. So what's yeah. happening hormonally in our bodies at that point? So you're letting go, you know, you've, you're coming down that mountain and the hormones are all um, about to diminish and it's the diminishing hormones, you know, when they finally run out, the progesterone and the estrogen that kicks you over into menstruation and as your hormones decline, um you know, you start making these inflammatory proteins called prostaglandins and they are what um, start to loosen up the lining and get yep. it ready to be shed. And so, you know, um, that can make your whole body feel a bit more tender and um, achy. Yeah. Um, and so physically, I think just, yeah, not asking too much of yourself. You know, still exercise if you feel like it and move your body, um, but don't be sort of, pressuring yourself and putting yourself in a position where it's going to be harder to recover than it would be, you know, at a different time of the cycle. So you're really just wanting to kind of follow your nose a little bit and really tune into, you know, what your body is asking of you and um, to just, yeah, remember that you're enough whatever day you're on. Oh, I love it. That's beautiful. (laughs) Mm. Okay, (laughs) Lizzie, this has been an just as it happened, I think I mentioned at the beginning of our of our chat that when we actually started talking about the dream phase, I was on day one of my period. So I really mm. want to thank you for walking me through my cycle this month. Uh, uh, it's my absolute pleasure. <laughs> and if people wanted to get more information, where should they go uh, to find out more about you and your teachings and the book and all of the stuff that, that you have going on? So my website is lucypeach.com. Um, that's got links to my book, Period Queen. Um, it's got links to the TED Talk. It's got some um, resources. It's got links to the online course, Meet Your Power, that I've just launched for the younger generation, and I'm also on Instagram at Lucy's Peaches, um, and I just yeah talk about my own cycle quite a lot there and other things that are going on, and love to connect with you. Absolutely beautiful. If you want to learn more about uh, Lucy's philosophy, the Period Queen is available to you, lucypeach.com. I really want to thank you for joining us on Lipstick After Dark, Lucy. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you. And I know that there has been so much gold that you have shared over this past month that has helped so many of us to get in touch with our cycles and ourselves as women. And I just take my hat off to you for the work you're doing. Oh, you're so welcome. It's a real, real privilege. And um, 
I think I forgot to mention the three questions and that is basically the, the nub of how you track your cycle. Yep. And it's just asking yourself every day, what day am I? What do I need? And how can I channel my power today? Love it. I love it. What day am I? What do I need? How can I channel my power today? I'm yeah. going to put that on my fridge. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Go forth. All the powers to you, Louise. Oh, certainly will. Lucy, thank you so much for joining us. That was Lucy Peach and you are listening to Lipstick After Dark. Want some love and sex advice? Searching for the answer to your complex, confusing or downright awkward questions. The queen of the Newcastle drag scene is in the building. It's time for In Bed with Timberlina on After Dark. So how are you all going in lockdown? Lucky for you, uh, we have advice on hand because things are going a little bit awry. I mean, we're all starting to lose the plot a little bit. We're starting to overthink because we've got a lot of time by ourselves. But thankfully, we have the fabulous Timberlina back in the building to help us with all of her sexy advice. Welcome back, my love. Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having me. That's right. <laughs> Another week in lockdown. Another week in lockdown. Just what we needed. Uh, but look, you've said you know you've been you've been very busy, and uh, you know, so I'm I'm glad about that because last you know last time we spoke, um, you know, you were a little bit concerned about your washing situation, and uh, yeah, so I'm glad that you're being productive and not um, you know not dwelling too much on the whole lockdown thing. Guess what? I have some washing in the washing machine right now. I hope it's getting washed. <laughs> I hope I press all the right buttons. <laughs> of course you do. Otherwise, we wouldn't have you on the show. Now, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, here we go. Mm. All right, dear Timberlina, I'm not really a shy person when it comes to sex. I have a really tough time letting go of my inhibitions. I'm embarrassed to show that I am enjoying sex. I'm self-conscious as well. Uh, This is offending my partner. He's heartbroken about it and it's really affecting his self-confidence. I find him wildly attractive. What should I do? Shy in bed. Oh my God, just be yourself, doll. If you're loving it, show that you love it. Let your freak flag fly. Yeah. (laughs) Just let it go, doll. Let your boobs out and get going. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just get on with it. Like, ah, I feel like you obviously love yourself. So, and your partner loves you. So just let it go. Have fun. Show it. Moan. Whatever you're into, do it. Yes. I often find that, that verbal confirmation works quite well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you need to get, uh, yeah, it's not the time to be quiet. I think you just need to um, show your appreciation. Um, yeah. And, you know, this is a person that you trust. It's your inner circle. So, yeah. Exactly. And you're in lockdown now. So what a better time to let yourself go. Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's not much else to do, is there? <laughs> there is not. <laughs> and you have a partner not like me, Dal. This is the most excitement I get. 
we're getting Timberlina through lockdown um, <laughs> because she's struggling. <laughs> There'll be no swiping for you. Now. <laughs> you deleted all the dating apps. You did? Yeah. I'm just like done. I'm just like, nah. They're so. And because you can't meet anyone, you're just like, uh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look, I really, I, mean, I do. I, I feel you. And look, I always feel, you know, once we get out and about again, I think people are going to be a lot more open. And I think that, um, you know, an organic connection is always better than dating apps. It's a little bit Correct. of a cesspool. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> so is. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Here's the next question. Um, all right. Um, I need help making a decision about a guy I'm dating. We met online. Oh, here we go. <laughs> perfect way to start. <laughs> I didn't even set that up. Amazing. After a couple of months, he declared that he wanted to be exclusive. I agreed. I obviously put my online account on the back burner. See, this is exactly what we were just saying. Were we not? This yeah, is amazing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're shifting from sex advice to psychic readings. Now, um, <laughs> um, so when I happened to see my boyfriend still active online and chatting, I asked him about it. He said, yes, I'm dating you, but how will I know if the one is out there if I'm not looking? Oh, and he said, this is real life. My response was that this is the whole point of dating. The reason you date exclusively is to see if this person is the one. My take is that he wants all the goodies of dating while he's looking around. I'm no dummy. What do you think? Control-alt-delete, dial control-alt-delete, get him out of your life. Yeah, we're not talking the dating apps. We're not talking control-alt-delete the dating apps. We're talking him. Yeah, and you re-download those dating apps. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's a red flag. That is a red flag. Red flag, a massive red flag. Get rid of him. That's yeah. all I can say. Get rid of him. He's not worth your time or energy. He's a player. He is a player. I mean, I, how rude. That is just rude. Yeah. And he was the one that wanted to make it exclusive. So, nah, bye, doll. Bye-bye. You're done. (laughs) Yeah. So, what I think is, is that this guy is obviously a bit of a control freak. Uh, Wants his cake and eat it too. So, he wants to lock you down so you're not looking. Yeah. Yeah. And then. He's being a douchebag. Yeah. Massive douchebag. We do not like him. No. That was fairly emphatic from both Timberlina and myself. Goodbye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Okay. All right. Dear Timberlina, my boyfriend and I started dating about eight months ago. At the time, I was separated from my husband and he had a girlfriend for about 10 years. I divorced my husband so that I could be with this man. I started, we started sleeping together at the workplace after he gave me some advice about a difficult situation. I gave him permission to install a cell monitoring system. So a mobile phone monitoring system to track everything on my phone so that he could learn to trust me. Oh, oh. Um, Since... Since we have been together, I have messed up a few things by lying about some serious stuff. On the other hand, he still loves his girlfriend while he's dating me and I want him to make a decision. 
oh, he keeps telling me how much he loves me and that we have a magical connection. And he, But he also wants to date for a little while before he gets married. How can I get him to trust me and leave his girlfriend once and for all? Okay, this is bringing out lockdown is bringing the truth out. And okay, I'm going to let you go. You go. What's with all the red flags? It's red flag lockdown. Like, no. Well, you know what you're wearing today. Pull out the red sequin frock because there's red flags left and right. Oh, my gosh. Like, I am – I'm in shock. I'm just like, if someone was like, I want to put, like, a tracker on you, I'd be like, (laughs) go get – because that's not happening. Yeah. No, thanks. I'm not a freaking dog. Don't put a tracker on me. No, thank you. Yeah. Look, full transparency. I have one on my father because he never answers his phone and he's 80 and lives by himself. Um, so I just like to check it to make sure that he's at the bowling club or he's at the shops or wherever he is, um, you know. But that's uh, I mean, different. A little bit different. That's <laughs> different. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask somebody that I was dating to put – a tracking device on their phone so that I could track their movements and tell them that it was, you know, important so that I could trust them. My Lord. There's already trust issues when you're doing that. I'm sorry. There is trust issues. He's two-timing. Like, there is so much wrong with this. I don't even know where to start. (laughs) I feel like just in lockdown, everyone's just, they want that. They want the attention. They want to feel loved because they're lonely, obviously, because we're all locked inside our houses. But sometimes you just need to be lonely like Timberlina and watch (laughs) some good Netflix and chill by yourself. Yes. Yes. And check out Flirt Adult Stores. (laughs) Yes. And for some entertainment, make sure that you jump on to Timberlina's virtual drag bingo, timberproductions.com.au. Yeah, I'm there. I'm, that's how I entertain myself, is entertain others. <laughs> You're giving now, to the good people of Newcastle. I love that. Yeah, I call myself a cam girl. So same, same, but different really these days. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love it. Look, um, you know, more more virtual drag bingo this weekend, is there? Yes. This Saturday night, 7.30 till who knows when. Um, it's usually 9.30, could be 10.30, depends how drunk you get me. Um, and $10 a ticket to play. Excellent. So we've got your weekend sorted here on Newcastle Live Radio. Uh, we have live trivia for Newcastle Live on Friday night uh, with the gorgeous Dan. And then you can swap over Tim Valina on Saturday night. Don't tell us that there's nothing to do in lockdown. We've got you covered. Sorted. Yeah. Excellent. All right, my love, thank you so much for joining us once again. That was the amazing Timberlina with Drag Therapy for this week on Lipstick After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark, right here on Newcastle Live Radio. The time has come to say goodnight once again, dear listener. I hope you've enjoyed tonight's show. I've certainly enjoyed your company this Thursday night on the first Flush of spring. I'll leave you with this. To see and feel one's beloved naked for the first time is one of life's pure, irreducible epiphanies. 
If there is a true religion in the universe, it must include that truth of contact to be forever hollow. To make love to the one true person who deserves that love is one of the few absolute rewards of being a human being, balancing all of the pain, loss, awkwardness, loneliness, idiocy, compromise and clumsiness that goes with the human condition. To make love to the right person makes up for a lot of mistakes. Until next Thursday night at 8pm, I've been Louise Wilkinson and this has been Lipstick After Dark. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 8pm every Thursday night. Only on Newcastle Live Radio.